You ready for this? Never. There's certain rules to surviving. The attacks were all on people related to the original killers. Whatever his link is to our past, it's pulled us all back here. And I won't sleep until he's in the ground. Welcome back to the Cinemini World Podcast, everyone. My name is Dwayne, and today we have our spoiler review of Scream 2022, aka Scream 5. As always, I am joined by some special guests from the Cinemini World team. First, we have Tyler. Tyler, hello. How are you doing? Hello. It's very exciting to talk some more Scream. Now we're doing the spoiler talk. That's much more exciting to me because it was so hard to kind of be, you know, handicapped by what I could actually say in the spoiler free because there's so much to talk about this film. So I'm excited to actually talk about it with all of you guys. There's so much to get into, and I am so excited. We are also joined from the Cinema Newton. We have Leo. Leo, hello. How are you doing? Hey, what's going on? Glad to be here. Uh, yeah, really happy to talk some Scream 2022. I just, it was a nice revisit of the franchise going back through the sequels and the original before 2022. It was a really, really fun series. Like, I, man, I think this might be my favorite horror franchise. So I'm definitely excited to talk 2022. Oh, it's already mine, so I'm excited. Um, okay, so we are guests here on the show joining us, everyone. We have Eric from Critical Overlord. Eric, how are you? Welcome back to the show. Hey, what's up, man? Thank you for having me. I love Scream. Can't wait to get into all the spoilers about Scream 5, because apparently I suck at doing a spoiler-free review, according to my comment section. So. <laughs> nice. nice. Very nice. <laughs> All right, and we are also joined, we have a special guest, first time here on the show, Gory Corey herself. We have Corey. Corey, how are you? I'm good. Thank you so much for having me. This is my all-time favorite franchise, so I'm so excited to talk about it. Yes, this is my favorite horror franchise. I'm so excited to get into the uh, review here. We're going to talk all spoilers, so if you haven't seen the movie, everyone, uh, go watch it and then come back, or if you don't care, stay and have a good time. You have been warned. Spoilers from here on out. Before I do get into spoilers, though, um, I wanted to just get some quick thoughts from Corey, um, you know, of your of the movie. Like, what did you think? Um, yeah, what'd you think? I loved it. Uh, I thought it was such a great, perfect installment. And I was really terrified. Like, I kind of went in with kind of low expectations because I love the guys that directed it. I love Radio Silence so much. But the trailers and the marketing really did not make me think that this is going to be a good screen movie and made me think it was going to be very far away from, you know, the other ones. But I thought it was such mm -hmm. a, a perfect, like, ode to the previous ones. And I thought it was something that Wes Craven really would have been proud of. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I, I agree. That's, that's actually something that I brought up um, in the review. I was talking about how I'm glad they were done in these hands because I feel like if this was like a Paramount move where they wanted to bring this franchise back and they just gave it to anyone, yeah. I do feel like it would have been what you were, you were, you were afraid of, like a complete disaster. So um, I am glad that they were the ones who, who, who did the movie. So uh, Eric, what about you? What did you think about uh, Scream before we get into all the spoilers? Well, I thought it was very timely. Definitely think it's current coming out in a climate where it supports the subject matter it was addressing. A lot of cool kills, not the most unique, but very brutal, very much bold ghost face this time around. Uh, I love the killer reveals. I love the nostalgia aspect of it. I loved how they gave you a story that was not really focused on our legacy cast and then when the legacy cast came in it just made it that much better there's a lot of good things that were going on only like small minor cons that i had all right so let's get into the spoilers of the movie um well tyler was on the review but leo real quick anything you want to talk about uh, you know before we get into all the spoilers regarding the movie um so i'm actually fresh off of a watch a second watch of the 2022 film and man i really enjoyed it 
really enjoyed it. Just like Corey, I was going in. I was really nervous. I didn't know because Halloween Kills was very disappointing. So coming off of that, mm -hmm. I was very, very nervous. But wow, like I came out of this thinking that this is in the franchise. Some of the best camera work. Um, mm -hmm. I, I agree with what Eric was saying when uh, with Ghost, Ghostface and how just how menacing he felt. It wasn't necessarily the goriest or the most over the top kills, but some of the kills were just so intense. Like, I guess we'll get into this in spoilers, but they were just so intense. And the way he was framed was like, so almost larger than any of the other ghost face appearances, where it's just these, these shots where you would see him so close as the victims are falling. And these, the last thing they see and the score ramps up during those moments just very, very well done camera work. And uh, yeah, the Ready or Not directors, man, I'm looking out for them. I can't wait for their next project. Yeah, I agree. I'm super excited to see. I'm, I'm, I'm just excited to see where everything kind of goes, you know, regarding this universe now. Um, okay, so we have uh, Dab tiptoed around the spoilers long enough. It's time to rip off the Band-Aid and go full spoilers in to scream five because i i get why for marketing reasons why they have to do the title thing but this will forever be scream five to me so scream five was great um i didn't get i wasn't able to get it in the second rewatch of the movie today which is so busy tomorrow i'm doing a long work shift so i think this is this is like the only movie that we like the big movie that we have i think for the next couple of weeks now that morbius kind of moved away from january so um, i'll definitely be seeing it a lot you know going forward but um, I want to go full full spoilers. My my spoiler thought. I guess the biggest thing that we can get into. Um, I think more than the than the killer reveals is uh, is the death of Deputy Dewey Riley. Oh. Um, I will go around see how you guys felt about um, them killing off Dewey. I felt it, it initially. I was very conflicted because I was like, I feel like this movie is like the Force Awakens. Um, you know, of the Scream fan the franchise. And my thoughts was that, you know, they probably they 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 actually bring up the reboot of Star Wars and stuff. And I felt like they they talked about how they I don't think it was like a decision that they always wanted to do. It felt very like a decision of okay, like what do we what can we do to add some stakes into the movie? Um so they killed off Dewey. And I kinda had a feeling he was gonna die seeing the trailers. So Actually, but actually seeing it, I was like, "Oh, this, this, this is this, this hurts." So, um, let's go to you, Leo. Dewey's death. I mean, he, how many times has this guy been stabbed in these movies and he survived? <laughs> the second one, he's behind some soundproof glass, and it's like, okay, it had to happen eventually. So, I think. Look, I didn't want any legacy character to die. Um, when later on in the movie, since we're in spoilers. When Gail gets capped before going in the house, I was, I was upset, okay? <laughs> I thought they were going to take out two legacy characters, and there was just no way they could rip Gail Weathers and Dewey out of this movie <laughs> in the same sitting. But honestly, mm. I, I think out of the three, it was kind of like, okay, they had been building up to this the most, so it didn't really surprise me. It sucked. It was like a hit to the chest. I'm so glad Gail and Sydney survived though, because I thought we were going to lose two out of the three. And then later on you see Sydney go down. It's like, Oh my God, are they going to kill the legacy characters off? So nice to at least have walk away with two of them. But I mean, I guess you could count Judy Hicks as like half. So it's like, okay, you lose one and a half. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, if they, if I'll be honest, if they, if they killed all three, I know they would know that this would be a disaster of yeah, the fandom. Disaster. Would be livid if you killed off all three. I mean, I, do you I, think we would be I, I would be livid if they got rid of Gail? Like if they Well, took my out mom Gale. was actually I told my mom was like, oh, uh, they should have got rid of Dale. Like Ma, Dale is oh. Gail is like way too beloved more beloved than Dewey. You know, although I love Dewey, I was like, Gail and Sydney are like people's babes and stuff yeah so i just remember I the, was the like, rumors going in there think people were thinking maybe potentially sydney would be the killer yeah and then you think you couple that <sighs> with like oh my god you think sydney would just go up and just like gank dewey like <laughs> right. that in the new film <laughs> i was like that's that would have really hurt 
Yeah, I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have vibed with that idea as far as Sydney being the. You know, because I, I get she. She's uh, why enough. would she? Yeah, I. I just like you know. I. I, I just don't see it. No. She's but, too um, smart for that. And there's no motive doing, for that either. Like, what agreed, would the motive yeah. behind that be? Oh, I got I, pissed off at getting you know follow that I wanted to do at this time. Ah, I don't know. It's you like know, that junior in the bathroom of the first movie. Like she just been <laughs> like, through too many tragedies and got crazy. Yeah, I I, I just don't see the reason as no. to why he would kind of go down. Corey, how about you? Um, the Dewey death. How did you feel about it? Uh, I had a very. I made a scene in the theater sobbing so loudly, like I cried <laughs> so hard. It was really tough. But um, I figured they would kill Dewey, uh, and I was not ready for it. But I do think that was like. Of all the characters that Ghostface would have killed, I think Dewey almost not like deserved it, but that was like the good death for him because he was always going to help people. And that was always so big, such a big part of his character that I think him, you know, saving the day and it ending up killing him was like the right way for him to go. And that's why I don't think um, Gail or Sydney should have gone that way. Because I don't think it's really in their character to be killed by Ghostface. But I feel like for Dewey, that just fits perfectly with his arc. I will say, though, the fact that him and Gail never got to make up really, really hurt. That one was broken. Yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I thought it was funny that like, he was watching her show and stuff like oh, that. Oh, it was so yeah. sad. Yeah. Dewey, Dewey, Dewey was going through it in this damn yeah. movie, man. He just... They looked, really didn't give him rugged. like any happiness. <laughs> um, then he's like, "Gail, you look good," and she's like, "Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. you too." <laughs> and I'm like, "Poor Dewey, man. Why they? Why y'all kicking Dewey, uh, Dewey in the guts, man? What's yeah. going on?" But um, Tyler, how about you? The, uh, the the death of Dewey. Oh man, I mean, it was very emotional. You know, being such a huge fan of the franchise, even despite the fact that he somehow survived basically almost dying in every installment at this point. It was kind of like a joke at this time. So I guess out of everyone, especially with what it seemed like, it seemed like he was probably going to be the one that took kicked the bucket just based on all the promotional material. But even still, it was a really good performance for David Arquette. I think this might be probably his best Dewey performance out of the out of the entire franchise. Just the just the emotional weight of everything, just the you know the wear and tear of him. You know, seeing him now in this portion of his life. You know, he doesn't have Gale. He's kind of like down on his luck, retired, but he's still in Woodsboro. So I got to give him that that he stumped somehow stuck it through and just stayed there throughout the entire franchise. But yeah, uh, I, fi- I guess if you had to kill one of the legacy characters of the main three, he's the one that you kill because you you know I don't think you can kill Sydney. I mean, I think that'd be a very risky move. It would have to be you know written very well, which I don't think they would ever do that anyway. But you never know. I mean, they killed off Laurie Strode a couple times in the Halloween franchise. But um, yeah, oh <laughs> David, David Arquette. I mean, I think I think because of the fact he knew this was going to be like his final performance more than likely as dewey you know he gave it his all and you know it, it, it showed on screen just because of the emotional impact of his of his kill and it raises the stakes for the main cast as you know going forward because it brought you know it helps bring back the legacy characters and it, it moves the story forward and kind of shows you that you know some of these people you know it's gonna be a pretty emotional journey so nobody's safe so i guess that was kind of the stakes there but i mean Go, 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 David Arquette. You know, if you're gonna go out, you know, go out with a bang. Yeah, I agree. I, I, I thought, I thought, you know, him being him being there just made so much sense, and what he was doing, what he was doing in the movie made a sense as far as like him being the retired sheriff, and you know, Judy Hicks is the sheriff now. I thought that was all really, really good. Um, his performance was was good. It was one of my favorite my favorites in the movie. Um, the death was really really sad to me. The way I did like the way you know the the dialogue back and forth with Ghostface and um, Dewey when he you know starts off the fight by saying not today. Then Ghostface is like yes today when he gets stabbed and then um, you know then Ghostface is like um, the whole it's an honor thing from the trailer wasn't towards Sydney. It was towards him. And I thought that was a, that was a good surprise because I you know um, the way they cut up the trailer at the end of course the iconic you know hello Sydney this is it's an honor 
Um, it, the it, the it's an honor part was for Dewey for them killing Dewey. I thought that was yeah really also, interesting. It was it was also I guess more effective because they pretty much made it, made it very clear with how brutal, gory, and visceral his kill was that he was not coming back this time. Oh no! Because we've no, seen don't. him get stabbed <laughs> many a times in the previous entries, and he lived. Like they finally, you know, they figure out a way to have him, re- you know, wheeled out on a gurney, and he actually survived. Like they made sure he died this time. Yeah, I, I, yeah, that, when, when, when they, okay, they stabbed him. I said, ah, oh, okay, Dewey's gonna survive. That he's a superhero. He's clearly he'll be fine. Um, then the, then the knife kept going up, and uh, I said, oh fuck, yeah, it's done. Yeah, That's it. <laughs> I was like, I, this, there's no way you're getting out of this, um, and stuff. So it was, it was, it was, it was rough. Uh, Eric, how'd you feel about the, uh, the Dewey death? Honestly, when he died. I was still processing it. Like, what what did we just see? And and then Gail broke down. It's like all these flashbacks of him surviving all these other times. Like, oh, it's hitting me. It's hitting me. <laughs> uh, but the way it was done was just so perfect for, like, his character. And I just felt like there was no reason for Sydney to come back unless you killed him. Unfortunately, because you had to stay true to Sydney's character more so than the other two, I felt like since she was the original final girl, Dewey getting held captive wouldn't have been enough for her because she has kids. And, you know, like, she, the way they were talking on the phone, you know, if he got caught up and just held hostage, I don't think Sydney would have came back for that. So then for them to actually kill him... It kind of brought like a lump in my throat. I was like, no, take that back, take that back. But then it kept going and like, oh, you're doing the right thing. I trust you. They just did it so well because it brought the story of Gail and Sydney stronger because that's like what kept them kind of at each other's throats or at ease from each other's throats, I would say, do we? So then he dies and like, okay, now you've solidified that sisterhood between Sydney and Gail that has been building since the original from all that tension that they had initially. So I loved it. I thought David Arquette was incredible in the role. I liked how he was interacting with the younger cast. I liked how uh, that little banter he had with Dylan Minnette's character, Wes Hicks, where he said, maybe you're the killer. Cause that, that cut deep when he was kind of like ragging on him. I thought that was great. And then to see him go, it was bittersweet, but also I, I was like, was very proud of him in that moment too. <laughs> Yeah, I I really like they. I mean, they they really gave him like a badass moment too, um, before he died, like a noble death. As far as like the way when he tells them when he makes them leave and he does the because he wants to finish the job. Um, at that point, I was like, okay, dude, he's 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 either the either Ghostface is gonna get away or he's done. Um, but the way they kind of they kind of had had all that tension surrounding him, you know, reloading the gun, you know, what you see in the trailer as well. I thought that was all really good and stuff. But um all right, that leads us to the killer reveal. Let's just talk about it right now. I will say before we get into the actual reveals that I saw one of them coming in the opening. Like Amber and it's Amber and Jack Quaid's I forgot his name in the movie, Richie. but something. The, the guy okay so richie and uh amber amber when they open the movie and ghostface is like recording amber the oh, this looks like fucking stage it's clearly one of them is amber I, I i don't even know like what happened what came over me but i was like sitting in the audience and i was like i don't know that much i'm not trusting her little her little fake you know brushing her hair this whole thing and you know it just felt very weird um and then she was acting really suspect the entire movie i was just like i don't know um so that vibe was was weird from the jump uh i thought they did a really good job at kind of doing a lot of bait and switches when it comes to who the killer reveal um was going to be as far as like you know everyone pointing the finger at each other because there was a pot a part in this movie where i thought the killer was uh was um you know was Jenna Ortega mm-hmm. because I was like wait a minute you left your thing at the house oh shit it's her and the girlfriend and it's done you know um but then they bring it up and I was like oh so it's not her and then um that's when they bring it up as far as like I when 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 Richie is like oh I think it might be Tara I was like, okay so then the next one is Richie um and stuff so i i i I wish the killer reveals were a little bit more surprising because i will i will like the only killer reveals in the in the franchise that i've been surprised for um as far as watching all the movies i think i was really surprised for like jill i thought they handled that really really well um the only like re-watching that movie though if they didn't show that she wasn't under the bed 
I think you would have like not realized that it's her, like, you know, until the last second. But then when you kind of see that she's not under the bed, then you kind of put the pieces together. Um, and but but I didn't think these reveals were too clever, but I did like like the end run as far as like, you know, why they were doing it and all that type of stuff. So I'll go around, get everyone talked about the killer reveals. I'll start with you, Leah. What you think? Um, so I like the mystery. I think that it did a really good job of throwing people off. Cause like I said, I went in thinking it was Richie. Like I was just dead set. Like it's gotta be him. Look, the killer looks tall. It's gotta be Dewey. And or I'm sorry, not Dewey. It's gotta be Richie. But I was just, mm-hmm. I was, I was looking I, as I was watching the movie and I'm just like, okay, I don't know. Like they did that in the first one. They made the boyfriend, the killer. So maybe they're trying something different. I couldn't really figure it out as it was going. And then Amber just looked so sketch and felt so sketch that I thought it was mm-hmm. too obvious. So I think the, the mystery and kind of playing around the group and giving every character this moment that seemed a little bit sketchy. Liv had that moment uh, where she comes back into the house after Chad had been attacked. She's got blood on her hands. Like, I think they played that up well, but then when you have the whole group there, it's kind of like, okay, it's gotta be Amber at this point because Mm. I just didn't think it was Liv. And, and then I, I still to that point, didn't think Richie was involved. So I was like, okay, it's gotta be Amber. And it, it kind of went real quick, didn't it? I mean, she just whipped that gun out and popped live right in the head. And then I, I think it got a little sloppy there for me. I was, I thought the reveal was just not as shocking there. It's kind of like happened. It was just like, Oh, yep. It's me. And then I was like, Oh, I thought it yeah, would have cool really... been more clever with the actual reveal, but I really mm-hmm. liked the mystery and the whodunit of the movie. The reveal just was a little weak. Yeah, because I was, I mean, I, I, I was guess like second guessing myself a lot because I was like, live. Then I was like, eh, oh, what, what if, no. I, I don't like, because I actually, what I don't like in Scream movies, although it's my favorite horror franchise, what I don't like is like, I think two, like, you know, Scream 2 and 3 kind of hinders with this for me, where the killer is, is there for like, like as far as like the actor who's playing the killer and the character, they're there like twice. And then it's like revealed as them, you know what I mean? Because it's like, it's like, oh, like, you know, like with Scream 2, you know, he he, he was there for like a couple of scenes, especially Mrs. Loomis. She was like, she was there for like, I think a scene or two. And then it's like, she's the reveal. I think I like that though. Like I kind um, of liked the, the uh, getting out I, of the group, the direct group, because then it makes it more of a surprise when it's like, oh, it's that guy hanging out in the background that you would never expect. <laughs> but then as a horror fan, I'm like, well, it's, it's him. It's the only fucker who has to do it. doesn't have any scenes. It's, it's, mm-hmm. it's that fella. I guess it's because I think, I think we'll scream for is like my face, like my second favorite of the franchise. And I, and Jill was like always there and stuff and the other kid um you know was always was also always there and then of course the first one you know billy and Stu, they were always just just there and stuff so then you know having those be reveals and whatnot so i did appreciate that the killer in this one wasn't just like some regular joe schmo from like you know who gets a who gets like a scene and then they're, they're revealed as the killer so i'm glad that it was still in the group kind of thing um and, and the poster i remember the poster like the, the, the you know the most recent one you know that one says the killer is on this poster i thought that was anything that that stuff all that stuff is kind of fun and stuff like that um let's go to you Corey. uh the killer reviews what do you think i i liked them um i thought again they were a little bit obvious but i i do think that that went sort of in line with the original scream because like billy and Stu were pretty obvious but mm-hmm. they they didn't really like you, they just play up all the other characters, so you just second guess yourself. And I thought that was really well done. The reveals themselves, I thought, could have been a little more dramatic. Like the original Scream reveals were so good, and this one felt very close to Scream Four for me because it was like the couple that you know met on social media and like wanted that social media attention sort of thing. So that mm-hmm. felt a little t- like too familiar to me, but I still really enjoyed it, and I think. Um, I really liked the fact that it, I really liked who it was, but I thought like, I was just thinking back to the hospital scene once they mentioned the inhaler and I was like, well, it has to be Richie and Amber because Tara's obviously not going anywhere and Amber's too short to be the killer half the time. 
So it's got to be <laughs> Richie's got to be involved because he was the only other one in the hospital room that heard about the inhaler. So that like gave it away very quickly mm-hmm. to me. But I, it took me a while to get there. So I thought it was pretty good. What I will say about the movie, what I noticed while I was watching it is a lot of times in the franchise, not a lot of times, but like when one of the killer is revealed to be like a woman, you, it, it's really hard to believe it because the entire time Ghostface is like a it's tall, like menacing kind of thing, yeah. like super tall and it's clearly a guy's built. But in this one, I did find a lot of moments that where you could pass Ghostface as a women's built. So, you know, I, I, I hate to cut you off, but I actually yeah. noticed in the hospital scene, I think her hair is like back in a bun. And so the, yeah, hood, and the back like, of the hood is like shaped like a bun. And I'm like, oh, okay. But I kind of appreciated oh, them awesome. doing that because I, I I think you I think it's like when when you know when it's like green and all that type of stuff. I um it's, it's actually my background on my phones, that hospital scene, ghost face. But I I I like that they did that. I think when 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 um when they killed Judy too. Like the build is like a very, it's a very like uh, I don't know if it was just me, but I was like, I one of the killers is clearly a, it's clearly one of one of you know one of the girls from the group, mm-hmm. um, but I kind of appreciated them doing that because it makes it more Realistic. believable yeah. at the you know during the reveal part. I don't know if that was like just from what I've noticed, and then even like you said, Leo, like you know the hospital scene definitely felt like you know. Uh, it felt like it felt like Amber, like you know, when she when they reveal when they revealed you know the two killers. I think Amber said it too, like she's the one who killed Dewey, right? Yeah. So mm-hmm. yeah, so I I I and then if you go back and rewatch the hospital scene, even in the trailers and stuff like that, it does look like a woman's build, and I really do like that. Although Amber's like really 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 short, I think that would have that would have gave it away more. But um, she's got combat boots on though. Yeah, yeah, I I, yeah, I did like that. I, I yeah, I definitely <laughs> like the fact that they went above and beyond to to add that little touch because there's a lot of times in like Scream Four, I was like, dude, it, <laughs> yeah, ain't no Jill up in there, man. <laughs> but <laughs> but know, um, and the boyfriend was pretty short too. Like, yeah, because when they do reveal Jill and she's wearing the suit, I'm like, she is tiny as a mug. I don't, I get it, you know. But <laughs> I I actually really appreciated them adding that kind of touch. To uh, you know, to the to the ghost face killings. It is, Even it is, t- it is tough though because of the fact that like, ghost face yeah. is someone different in every single movie, so they can't just all look the same. But they also kind of yeah. have to look the same. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So think... it's it's. Go ahead. Oh, sorry. I do think the way that they shot it was really smart too, because they obviously did a lot closer mm-hmm. and tighter shots than like mm-hmm. Western usually did, and yeah. that really like messed with the way that it you could tell who it was and the proportions of Ghostface, which I thought was so smart and also just made it really cool and so much more menacing to like, see it really from the POV Mm -hmm. of the person getting killed. I loved that. Can I jump off of that real quick? I really liked some of the kills when like Ghostface, it's specifically Wes's kill and also Dewey's Mm -hmm. when he just looks directly Mm -hmm. in their eye as they're like dying and their body is becoming lifeless it's so menacing yeah yeah i agree Mm -hmm. and also i hate 13 reasons why so dylan manetta was like yes sir (laughs) (laughs) his kill was so good he's such a good actor like do not let that ruin him for you because he's awesome oh no of course not because i've seen him in that he's just he just has a his manager just gotta i don't know they gotta go but like i think i think he's good and everything that i see him in um, because even in this one, when he's like, I, I love the house scene with him as far as all the, the doors and that was yeah, so all good. the all the music build up, and I was like, I know nobody's there, but it's yeah. psycho, the psycho reference and all that stuff. When yeah, she, all that, when, yeah. When Ghostface is terrorizing Judy as she's trying to drive back. <laughs> yeah, I thought that, that was stuff. so I, sad. I thought, mm, yeah. yeah, that was really sad, and then I I really liked the fact that they did. They did a broad daylight kill. Yeah, straight up, just in her front yard and everything. Front and it yard, was like so no, brutal too. She got no neighbors, man. Ain't nobody seeing this right now. Nobody, but I, I guess. <laughs> but um, yeah. Uh, hey Eric. So um, the uh, killer reveals. Do you? I remember seeing a tweet from you long ago. He was like, I have a feeling it's Amber, and you called it. Really? I, I think I texted you as as soon as I saw the movie. I texted Eric, and I was like, You called it. MF, you called it. So what'd you think? 
Well, the whole thing with Amber is now I can say that everyone was getting a bunch of Amber alerts. But I don't know when it was her, but everyone was getting <laughs> Amber alerts. <laughs> uh, with Richie, I was kind of hoping they would give it to someone who was taller. So that way you have it even out. Because with Rory Culkin and then Emma Roberts, when she came out, I was like, okay. But then when he came out, like, you're just the same height as she is and you both yeah. are <laughs> rather small. So I, I like how they tried to even it out with Richie. Uh, but I like their their identities of who they were. I liked how with you, when you go back and rewatch the movie, uh, you can see that Richie has on the color patterns that Jill had that uh, Billy had on, I think at some point. Amber, of course, with her combat boots. Amber's the one throwing oh, the party, which is a, also, I guess, a trend with the killers. Cause in the last one you had, uh, what is his name? Charlie throwing the stabathon. Then it was like the same thing that all the other ones. Someone was throwing a party or they were involved with the party, roaming through the party in Scream 3. And the fact that she was living in Stu's house. So like, there's so many clues that were pointing to them anyway, but then you're trying to throw them off because it's like, well, no, you're not going to do that again, are you? But then yeah. I think what also was making it exciting was how when they got to the part where Amber was revealed, they get back into the house and Ghostface mm-hmm. is still in costume, but then you don't see Richie come out of the costume. Richie's in the closet when Ghostface appears. And you're like, that's not Amber again. There's three killers. But then Richie reveals himself. So it's like, I think that's how they were trying to keep it fun and fresh. They had me thinking there were three killers at that point. Because I was still set on them yeah. being Amber and Richie. But then I was like, is th- are they really doing this third one? But no, it was just them. <laughs> I I thought that would have been interesting to have a, to have three. But then it kind of gets really tight as far as like who could it be mm-hmm. and stuff. Everybody's um, the killer. <laughs> everybody. three of them. That would have been scream eight once they get to it. <laughs> you mean stab eight? Yeah. Listen, we talk about the uh, the metallic mass that everybody was raving about. Oh my when, god, when I it wanted came. it so badly. I was so <laughs> it, bad. <laughs> It, it was it was a it was a TV spot and everybody was like yo scream ghost faces going crazy <laughs> and it was like a it was like a spoof and it was like some geek. Yeah. Can we talk about that was, that um, so TV spot because number one they like totally made fun of the the scream five where everyone wanted the S to be a five they took uh-huh. stab at that and that made me so happy and also I didn't see this but according to Twitter which is obviously the source of all knowledge. They said that there's a tape about Kirby surviving. Yeah. And um, Eric again. When, yeah. when I was testing Eric after the movie, he's like, did you see the Kirby the Kirby thing? And I was like, what are y'all talking about? Um, when that came and up, then, I was just like, oh, this is my time because I have all these Kirby videos. And I know people were talking about something. Oh, she's dead. She's dead. I'm like, she doesn't need to no, be in it alive. for her to be alive. They just Finally need to say she's can. alive. Yeah, and they did it, and they did the they did the old like it, it, I forget what it, I think it's, it said interview with Survivor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I thought that was really because I, I I I had a feel every time I watch Scream Four, I always get so like man, like Kirby was like I remember like a lot of people came out of that movie really really loving Kirby. So once they announced this movie and they were getting casting together, I was secretly like hoping that somehow Hayden Panettiere would just yeah. come back as the character with the haircut and everything and just be cool again. And I don't know what she's going to be doing her in her life, but I don't know. But um, I, I, I was really happy. I, I want to see the second time so I can catch it again but you know knowing that 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 she's still there oh there's another uh, it's thing really refreshing if you look at like the very end on the like the last video richie was looking at which i think was also a big hint he's the killer he kept re-watching yeah. the stab movies and if you go back to the first movie where billy's saying uh don't don't blame the movies the movies make the cycle more creative so he's just coming up with all these creative things while he's watching this movie i guess but the last video underneath the kirby stuff said like is Stu Mocker alive? So, like, I guess there's people in that yes. universe speculating on it. Yes. <laughs> yes. That, was, that was one of my big to... gripes with the movie is that they, mm-hmm. I don't think they like reference Stu enough. Like, I thought there was mm-hmm. going to be on the same level of Billy, like, I thought there was going to be stuff for Stu. So, I was really interested if yeah. they were going to bring him back, like, in the sequels. Because yeah. Wes was going to bring him back. Yeah, I mean Matthew Lillard is just great. Like, I yeah, mean, I don't care if they have to retcon stuff and make it so he survived <laughs> that massive TV falling on his yeah. face as he was bleeding to death. Like, it's gonna be it. awesome. He's tough. It's gonna be really fun to go back and rewatch the movie a couple, a bunch of times to catch all of the yeah. Easter eggs. Right. Um, that was one of the things that I really loved because I was like, I know casual 
horror fan, like just casual moviegoers who went to go see the movie, wouldn't have like chuckled at like there's lemon squares in the fridge. You know what I mean? I I, I chuckled oh, so loud. I was like, oh my god, the lemon squares are back. Yes, <laughs> that's, this, that's one of the reasons this movie was so well done. Is like you can so clearly tell it was done by horror fans, and that like true horror nerds wrote this and it just mm-hmm. made it a thousand times better because that's what scream's yeah. all about even the even the dead meat cameo in that yes. same exact segment that i was like that's so cool so happy. they got dead meat you know chelsea and james actually in that segment that was very awesome for horror fans yeah i think i think one of the one of the things i kept saying in the review was just how i'm just glad this was you know going if there's a bunch of risk in the movie and there's a bunch of things that i mean they're not i won't say a bunch but there's things that i didn't really like vibe with but i'm just glad that at the end of the day it just wasn't made by anybody else but these guys because yeah. I, I feel like if you had to give it to somebody um you know i think these directors were just the right people to give it to um, and I loved Ready or Not, so I was super excited going into the movie, but I was also very nervous because, you know, I those four movies mean the world to me as far as as a Scream fan and stuff. But I'm, I think as, as a whole, they, they really pulled it off and all that type of stuff. So um, I was just really, I was just really, really excited at what we got, you know. Uh, one other thing I wanted to bring up real quick, because this was one thing that I wasn't I liked at first, but then I was like, dude, this is going on too much. I don't like paranormal shit in my no, screen movies. Oh. Um, the, yeah, yes. the Billy Loomis That wasn't paranormal, thing. though. Yeah, I I don't know because... It's like when, mental illness. I, I, I yeah, that's... That, that, that's sure what I was... Yeah. That's what I was thinking as I was... Okay, so when I came out of... When I was watching... When it happened and it pops up... I was like, the last time there was like a ghoul or whatever in the Scream movie, it was like Scream 3. And I thought, and I was like, I don't, I don't want this. Yeah, I don't want this. I, I don't like it. But they did it again. But the way they handled it at the end, the end, I was like, okay, so it wasn't like a, a ghost thing. It was more like a, a mind thing that I can kind of vibe with. But I was like, I, it, it definitely just felt like a way to put, to put, um, to you know to to to, to yeah, yeah to put him in the movie the i get it you know what I mean cool. if you if yeah, you yeah. have him and he wants to come back just you fucking do it you know but so i i was i don't know i was very i was very 50-50 on the execution of that you know as a as a whole in the movie um tyler how did you feel about the uh you know stew and all that type of so well, not not stew uh billy loomis well, stew yeah stew was a little bit in there because they kind of even even the person that was killed it was very like far away that the kyle gallner was like yeah. the nephew of stew it was kind of yeah. just randomly thrown in there because i mean the movie made it very clear they didn't really care about him he's not even on the posters didn't get anything no. poor guy oh, but, uh, but yeah the stuff with billy that. loomis and how sam is like the i guess the I guess I, I had, I, how do you phrase it? I guess the hat, you know, a child of Billy Loomis and mm-hmm. kind of like a weird drama situation where he was hooking up with Sam's mom while also trying to do everything in the first film. So that's, I guess, interesting looking back, but it was a surprise at first because I wasn't, expe- I was expecting Ghostface, you know, in the back of the mirror when she closed it and it was Billy Loomis, the freaking de-aged Skeet Ulrich in the background there. And I was like, okay, well, not sure how that makes sense. And then, of course, they eventually are like, oh, it's a, that's her real dad and all that. So I don't know. I mean, I'm like kind of like you. I was a little bit kind of on the fence about it because I was OK mm-hmm. with it at first. I thought we weren't going to just continuously see like this ghost CG Billy Loomis throughout the entire film. And it is kind of odd in the context of the of the, I guess, universe having this kind of like weird ghost kind of version because i mean i think you know i guess it would i mean unfortunately i guess it would be like a mental illness kind of thing because mm-hmm. you know she obviously i mean that's kind of like the angle they're playing with you know her being the child of a psychopath and all that stuff because they play it up in the finale too when she kills her boyfriend um yeah i would I, I think it was okay like it was cool at first and then it kept going and then they go to the house and then she sees him in the mirror and then it's just and then the reflection and all that uh sam as a character was fine it's just that was like a weird (laughs) to have yeah Uh, i I, i'm not sure how like i mean it was odd just the way that they brought him back i guess billy loomis because he was like kind of like the the ghost legacy character of of the main installment 
of this one. I think part of me would have much rather like a flashback if that if you were gonna bring him back with him, you know. Um, but I did okay. The one thing I did like at all, the, okay, the at the end, it worked for me like the best way as far as her being, um, her being Billy Loomis's um daughter was when she wipes the knife. I was like, oh my yeah. god, of course, that's amazing. That was awesome because yeah. I was like, I if you if you go back, all the kills that he does, he wipes the wipes the knife. But it's stuff. like, how is but how is that passed down? Like that's that's weird. Like that's a weird thing to pass down to your kid. Listen, you know. I, listen, I, I, I didn't I, even I, know I, each other. Listen, I popped when I saw when she did it. I popped and I got happy and I said, "Cool." Yeah. You know, it's, I think I could have done without this, the uh, the the Billy Loomis stuff though. But what did you think, uh, Corey, about all that? I had a different opinion. I really, really liked it. I thought it was such mm-hmm. a smart way to bring him back because they had to bring him back somehow. Like he's such a fan favorite, especially among younger audiences. So I really liked that. Mm-hmm. I really liked that they took a they. They actually brought mental illness into it. I thought that was a really interesting angle, especially because trauma gets passed down. So, of course, if she was the child of him, she would have a lot of difficulty with mental illness. And um, I thought it was kind of cool. It gave her sort of that, like, Luke Skywalker, is she going to turn evil, you know, nature versus nurture kind of thing. And um, I like that she was able to kind of use whatever... I guess genetics she had in order to survive. I thought that was a really fun take on it, and I liked it a lot. Yeah, yeah. I think after I think after another, I, that's why I really wanted to watch, rewatch the movie before today's review. Um, today's spoiler review. Um, but I, I think in the end, I appreciate the risk and kind of going outside the box and stuff. I was looking at a lot of reviews, people who was like, oh my God, Wes would never do this. I was like, I think Wes, if you read his, like what he wanted no, to do. No, he totally would have. That's what I'm saying. If you wanted to, he's, he's bonkers. So I think he would yeah. have I'd like, like I'd like to know who her mom is. I mean, they kind of, kind of, they got mm, around by having her not be in the movie. So I really wanted her to be like someone we saw in Scream 1 that even if they were just like a random extra, like one of the girls he was talking to at the movie <laughs> store or something, like, yeah, that it's would kind be of really like, fun. Yeah, it's kind of like how they brought back Randy's sister, who we didn't know yeah. she, he had a sister. I thought that was so. That was a nice surprise for me. I didn't yeah. know she was in the movie. I thought that was a really nice surprise seeing well, her I, again. I was well, like, because oh, at first cool. I was confused. I was like, Randy definitely doesn't have children. Like that would not um, happen. So right? I was glad they didn't do that. Didn't know about. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I really liked that. They had like a little mural of him in mm, the. That uh, was so you sweet. Know, Deserving. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I really I liked all of that. I cannot wait for those stab Blu-rays to be on Etsy in a few months. Yes. Um, I need those. I need like three of them. I need I need them to say stab one, two, and three or something. <laughs> I don't care if there's anything. There's no, there's no disc in the, in the casing. I just you I know what? Green like the stab movies. Let's make them. <laughs> just make them both. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I, I, I want to talk about um. You know, favorite characters. Now that you know, there's we don't really have to. You know, actually, before I stop, before I get into that, I do want to say I think Ghostface, Ghostface left a lot of people like alive. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. That's what they yeah. My mom even said that. My mom, one. my mom was, my mom was like, they sucked. They didn't kill anybody. I was like, I was like, they, they killed a good I was like, they, people. Yeah, they killed like, like I think the, it was the team though. It wasn't like the kids as much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I feel like. I think like as writers, they just like, man, we like these characters. We want to keep them, and you know, and um, like Mason, like Mason Gooding. I was like, oh, okay, he's done. And he I was, he was, he, he was alive. Dead, <laughs> he was, he was yeah. nice. And he got stabbed a lot. Yeah, that's what I'm that's saying. Fun, Everybody's man. in the reviews. Like, there's a lot of superheroes in this damn franchise. <laughs> like, they just surviving these stab wounds. But um, it was nice to see him because I actually really liked. The, I loved the twins in the movie. Yeah. they were really, really fun. I wanted to see more of them. So. It's like we are going to see more of them, you know. If they do, they're gonna get the, the movie did really is doing really good as far as opening weekend, so they're gonna get greenlit. Um, I hope they do. Uh, but definitely, they they're def, you know, the movies are definitely making more than Scream 4 right now, you know, it's opening weekend, so I'm super excited about that. But, um, I as far as like favorite characters, I'll go to you, uh, I'll go to you, uh, Eric, first, as far as like um, favorite characters from the movie that you want to see back. I have to start with Tara, only because Tara felt like the Sydney 
that we didn't get to explore fully. So, like, the whole movie was us targeting her friend group, not Sam's friend group. These were just kids that Sam babysat. Tara was the youngest. Jenna Ortega was actually around, I think, Tara's age when she was doing this. So, like, just that mixed with knowing how young the character actually was, that just made me want to root for her even more when she's in these, like, very dangerous situations to be in at her age. And then, of course, Jenna's acting was just making me even more convinced. And she was so commanding when she's on screen. Uh, and just, like, all the ways that Sam's kind of baggage affected her at home. I, w- I think we need to spend more time focusing on her in Scream 6 and kind of just let Sam take the role that Tara felt like she had, kind of like on the back burner, but still sharing, I guess, a final girl type of dynamic there with her sister. But this time, instead of focusing on Sam, we need to focus on Tara to learn more about her and let Jenna carry the movie if she decides to come back. Uh, And I guess another favorite character would be Amber in and of herself, even though we didn't get really get to see too much from her before she got revealed, I feel like. Uh, I just, something about Mikey Madison, she just was great in the reveal. Something about Amber just in general just got, had me intrigued from the start. And I think another favorite character of mine would be definitely Jasmine Savoy Brown's character of Mindy, I think is what her name was. Cause she was just like the mouthpiece for basically us. I guess she was our Randy. <laughs> uh, more so <laughs> that than monologue she did was because, like fantastic. Yeah, yeah, because she was just going on and on about requels and like, oh, she she's gonna be the fan favorite. She's gonna be what everyone wants to see going into the sequel. They're not gonna want to see her die here. And then of course the banter between her and Mason when they were playing siblings on screen. I just need to see more of that. I know she got the spotlight over Chad for sure, but Chad surviving was nice. I definitely did not want Mindy to die, but those are some of my favorites. Yeah, I would agree, definitely. Um, I thought Tara was great. I, I, I was super, I like when 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 we saw the first trailer and it looked like she was gonna be the the first kill, and then you when you keep watching and you realize that you know they do show her in the hospital in the wheelchair. I was like, oh, that's a cool little misdirect to have um, in the movie. So I thought initially, I thought initially the first, I thought the opening was gonna be different since they had already showed they had already showed it. Um, but it was, it was pretty much what we saw, you know, but, you know, she ends up, you know, surviving that that's, I think that's, how, that's also another good way for you to kind of at the end, believe that she could be one of them. Um, so I thought that was all really, really good. Uh, let's go to you, Leo, favorite characters in the movie and who you want to see back. Um, I just want to say real quick that I did think that this movie did a really good job, especially for requels of balancing the legacy characters with the new characters. I thought that mm-hmm. characters, the legacy characters didn't feel like they were forced back in by any means. It was just like Eric was saying earlier, like Sydney actually had a motive to come back. And I, I think the new characters are a good group. Look, I like the twins a lot. Really liked Mindy. I just loved all the kind of audience drop she was giving us explaining this as a requel and talking about star wars and the cool references to to ryan johnson and all these like toxic fandom conversations really really good i liked her character a lot jenna ortega awesome as tara mm-hmm. i'm gonna come right out the gate and say it i liked melissa barrera i thought she was great um i liked her <laughs> most when she was with tara and I think they play off of each other very, very well. I do want to see more from that, that yeah. character. I want to see more of her backstory because you get all these mentions like when she was confronted by Judy Hicks and she's like, oh, you can just skip on out of town after this. Seems like there's some tension there. So I want to I want more of that character. But yeah, the twins really like them a lot. Uh, really, really liked Richie. I mean, just Jack Quaid really impressed mm-hmm. me here in his ability to just really change within like a couple of seconds in the same scene and go from the loving, caring boyfriend to a psycho killer within a couple of seconds. Did a really nice job. I thought with his range and yeah, I think, I think I would have to go with the twins. Richie and Tara are probably my favorites of the movie. And I'm glad that the twins survived. And I'm really looking forward forward to having Jasmine Savoy Brown in the next one. I think just the overall, the I remember when they were doing the casting, just the more of the cast that came out, I was like, this is kind of, a this is a really exciting cast to get into. Um, there's a lot of, I know the crowd, the 
the you know the anti whatever crowd is gonna come out you know as soon as i say it but like the amount of people of color here in the screen movie so exciting to me um yeah, you know man. it's a it's a it's a new generation and stuff that i i just really enjoyed seeing like the main the two main um you know characters being people of color and then you know you got the twins and, then and them have, surviving yeah exactly yeah you know because it was a running joke in scream three with the black the black dudes like oh man i ain't gonna laugh like that. <laughs> um, <laughs> although although he was great and his his kills his kills one of my favorite too on to be honest when he gets thrown off the thing um yeah so i i i really enjoyed seeing that the the cast here I thought it was an, an all-star cast that they assembled as far as for the movie goes. Um, you know, so I think everyone was really good here. I didn't think there was anyone who I thought did bad or anything like that. I thought everybody was just a lot of fun. Um, the, the, the ghost face kills were just really, really good. So, um, you know, I, I wanted to go around and kind of get any final spoiler thoughts for the, uh, you know, for the movie. Where do you kind of want to see the franchise go after this? Um, you know, I, I I want I want a couple of more screen movies. I think if if I if you're gonna give me a bunch of Halloweens, you know, I could really use a couple of screams. So I will go around. I'll start with you, Tyler, as far as just final thoughts and where you want to see the franchise go from here. Oh man, I mean, well, I mean, the movie as a whole, I think it was a really great attempt at a legacy sequel. Just the way you know, not every legacy sequel does a great job at kind of you know catering to new fans and old fans alike and i think this one had a great balance of that the new characters the ones that survived i think all of them are some of my favorites you know especially jenna ortega and the twins and all them i would love to explore i guess you know more of jenna ortega's character in the in more future installments including her sister of course uh because of the fact that jenna ortega was kind of just you know injured the entire movie so she didn't really get a lot of spotlight to, or much to do but um, yeah, I don't know where they would go for another one. I mean, of course, you have some of the dangling plot threads. I guess you could bring back Kirby in some shape or form. Maybe she, maybe she can, you know, contribute in some shape or form. I think that'd be very cool. And also yeah. just awesome to bring her back finally, since we, you know, basically have a confirmation now that she lived. I don't know if she'd want to come back, but uh, you know, the character, not Hayden Panettiere. But um. Mm-hmm. Jenna Ortega, I hope she comes back. I hope Melissa Barrera comes back. I hope they maybe try and continue that. I don't know. I don't know if you want to have her come back and then we have to see more ghost Billy Loomis. I mean, that could be kind of weird. <laughs> I, I think there's there's plot threads you could go with there because of the fact that we didn't get to see their mom. Um, the dad's somewhere out there. We don't know what, you know, the angry dad that left because of everything. It kind of reminds me a bit of Billy Loomis's mom and the affair yeah. that caused you know, that whole family to separate. So they could probably just play on that once again, if they really wanted to. Um, yeah. That's at least the initial like ideas. I think they could go for in the future. I mean, they could also just bring back Stu. you know, just because why not? Just because everyone wanted it as far as like what I was, what I was seeing in the forums and stuff. So um, yeah, I agree. I agree. I'm just excited to see where this franchise goes. Um, I'll go to you, Eric, you know, final thoughts and you know, what do you want next? Honestly, what I want next is for, again, us to have Tara as a focus, more so than Sam, even though I did like Sam. Uh, as far as like those hallucinations and stuff, I thought that was done well. I thought that Skeet Orridge, because he was giving it away, Marlon Shelton leaked it. One of the production designers leaked it. And I was just like, just tell us he's in the movie. And then he went <laughs> on some interviews like, you know, I've never seen any of the other sequels, but I'm going to watch Screen 5. Out of the blue, you're going to watch Screen 5? We know why. <laughs> <laughs> and then he shows up and he, he looked great they didn't even have to be asian that much uh, mm-hmm. i hope they give us more Terra. maybe if they want to justify sydney coming back i think the crutch there you would have to build is the fact that Terra and sam have been kind of keeping up with sydney for like maybe uh crisis counseling on the low for free for the free <laughs> mm-hmm. and then like she can just be like someone who's there for them as that motherly person and maybe not even fully get involved in scream six but like save her for scream seven maybe because nev could do a cameo in scream six i know she would probably want to come back for something minor or anything even if it's a full-fledged comeback i think they probably should go back to a college setting uh one idea i think i've seen tossed around that i would love to see is kirby being like a film class teacher Maybe they try yeah. to recreate that scene from Ooh. Scream 2 with Mindy in the class, though, going back and forth with Kirby, who's deep into the conversation with her students. <laughs> There's a lot of things like they could a, explore. 
like a college sequel where most of them are in the same college. Did, yeah. did they ever in the franchise? There's there's never been like a Woodsboro college, has there been? I don't think so. Or, I think they honestly said they would probably tell more Woodsboro stories, and there's room to tell Woodsboro stories, but I would yeah. take it out of Woodsboro. <laughs> Yeah, I oh man, I I do like it when it's in Woodsboro. The though. town although suffered it, enough. I know, although it's it's becoming like a town where like man, why it's like Gotham. Why is anybody yeah. living in here, man? Like get out of here. Like, the only person that stayed was Dewey. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Um, okay, let's go to you, Corey. How about you? Any final thoughts on screen and where you want to see the franchise go? Uh, I my final thoughts on the movie i loved it so much and i was so thoroughly impressed and i just i like can't get over how good it was but um i i think this was something that was discussed on twitter maybe but a lot of people were talking about how fun it would be if Stu was still alive and there was like some kind of cult of stab fans that were like following him and obsessed with him and i think that would be super fun just like really silly but i think it would go at really go along with sort of the like soap opera drama that we get with a lot Isn't of that like that movies. scream three they could do the that scream three idea i think they could pull it off better nowadays yes. not in, yeah. not totally. back in 2000 because that was like that would have been way ahead of its time but i think it would have come off better now <laughs> yeah and i think i would love to see them obviously i would love to see them lean more into the gen z aspect of it and like current day issues and that kind of thing i think would be really cool touching a lot more on like toxic fandoms the influence of social media tiktok everything like that uh especially getting more gen z influence in the movies i think would really help uh because there still wasn't like enough i didn't think in this one and i would have loved to see more teens represented not just within the actors but at least in the scripts like actual teen speak i guess um and i yeah yeah yeah, and i would also love and i know this is like such a pipe dream but i was a big fan of the mtv series and there are these two yes 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 Yes. (laughs) i want noah and audrey i want noah and audrey to come back somehow if kirby's back i want them to team up i i just want noah and audrey to run like some kind of film podcast or something like Maybe Audrey's a big time director now. Anything like that, Dude. I need it. The SCU. They can do their the own. They can universe. do their own. You. They can do their own MCU if they really wanted to. No, they should. Because listen, the screen Scream season three was horrific. I'll just get that out of the way. It was terrible. But was. the first two seasons, I go back and I rewatch them You're both so good. all the time. And I think they're so underrated. I when it was coming out, I really, I, I was. I didn't like the storyline as far as like Brandon James. I wish they just would have kept the uh, the lore of the of the universe kind of more and you know more present. Yeah. You know, um, I know they couldn't do the mask, but I think maybe like a reference of Woodsboro somewhere, like oh hey yeah the town down the street yeah. or something. You know, just something like that. But I would totally be down for like a you know, a return of some of those characters. Um, I'm not a big fan of Emma. I think I, I've been, Aww, I always said that Emma, Emma is not like, I, I've always thought that Emma was just not one of my favorite final She definitely girls, wasn't but the strongest. I, do, I want Brooke back too. Yeah, like I just, but but cool. Audrey, but like but like you said, Audrey and like Noah, they were, they were, they were my, they were my dogs. So, I love, and they I would, them. I think <laughs> they would fit so well into this universe. Like they would be, I agree. if yeah. they go to college, like they could be one of Mindy's friends or something. Like, I don't know. I think there's a great way that you could just like sneak them in there, but. I totally agree. I don't think they would just because they probably think that a lot of Scream fans don't like this show, but I'm a big fan of the show. So no, it's, it's, it was really underrated and I think not enough agreed. people watched it or respected it just because it was on MTV. But MTV yeah, makes great more. So I, I and they they and then and they just stopped. They stopped all the scripted stuff and now we're ridiculous yeah. this ten time I can't do it. <laughs> but uh <laughs> um the MTV like even it's it's one of my favorite openings as far as Bella Thorne. I go back oh, and it's watch it on so Netflix. Good. I go back and rewatch it. Chainsaw on Netflix. Kill too in I think yeah. That- yeah, I but, think it. I think it's so underrated. So I completely mm-hmm. agree. Um, and then lastly, Leo, what, what about you, man? Um, you know, final thoughts and where you want to see the franchise go? 
Wow. Um, the You know, I watched it again right before this. And honestly, I bumped it up a notch. I really, really liked it. I think this is mm-hmm. some of the best camera work in the franchise. While the reveal might have been a little weak, I thought it was some of the best whodunit as well. I thought the mystery was very well played. And I just really liked it. Great balance of legacy and new characters. I like the new characters. I think we don't dive deep deep enough in them and i would like to see some more depth especially in tara's story and in sam's story Mm -hmm. like i would love to explore those characters a lot more it's very interesting as Corey was talking about uh the technology and just about gen z and not exploring that enough completely agree because scream 4 that was one thing they did incredibly well by integrating new technology and really just going with the time i mean hey for some of us that are over 25, like that was us in high school, 2011. So it was really cool <laughs> to have those integrations of teenagers and young adults at the time. I thought they did a really good job with that in Scream 4. So I would like to see more of that in Scream 6 as well. I'm going to be real. I didn't really like the Ski Ulrich stuff. I think that I liked it at the end. And I think it would have been cool if he popped up at mm-hmm. the end only. And it was just like, oh, man, like Billy Loomis. Oh, my gosh. Like, I think that would have been really cool and a nice shock factor. But I don't think I really liked it playing out through the movie so much. But I mean, hey, like, look, if that's what we got to do, we got to do that. But next movie, I really want to see more Sam, more Tara exploring their past. What happened to the mom? What happened to the dad? Like, I want to see I want these questions answered and I want to explore more of that. And look. If you bring Kirby back and you can't get Hayden Pinatier, I am throwing Samara Weaving in for that one. I yes. think that she would be a great step in. She's amazing, ready or not, has been great in just about everything yeah. since. And Radio Silence uh, directed her for Ready or yeah. Not, so I think it would be a yeah. great step. She in was, in the, she was in supposed. The, I think she was supposed to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah she was supposed to yeah, be. Yeah, right? so but throw her in, throw her in, man. But bring back <laughs> Kirby. More modern yeah. technology in the next one, and explore some more backstories. Give us some more depth with these characters. We kind of just grazed over. Let's get some mm-hmm. more depth in the characters in the next one. Yeah, I, I agree 100% with all of you guys. I liked the, the little use of the extra technology stuff. Um, I remember when the movie came out with a trailer, everybody was like, oh my God, man, now he's controlling the doors. I'm like, dude, <laughs> this guy was mimicking voices in Scream 3. What did you think he can yeah. do now? <laughs> it's like it's like the it's, killer. So I, I technology today, like that's pretty, that's not oh, hard. Yeah, of course he can, he can control the locks, so, you know, all these smart houses and stuff like that. Of course he can. I was so, and then I loved the little how that the you know the whole voice you can do a button now and mm-hmm. then you know they you know when they was in the hospital i thought that was already yeah, cool. like so fired up when she turned when they, she turned yeah because right? they could talk now like while mm-hmm. they were killing them that was so fun I thought that was really, really fun. And like because I remember in Scream Three when when um when Ghostface kills Cotton, you know, the he still puts the thing into you know, towards his mouth to 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 speak like, you know, to do the voice. But I yeah. think the fact that they could just press a button now, I I think that's all really, really cool. So I'm all I'm all down for more technology for tech ghostface. I mean, because of course with this day and age, YouTube, there's so much you can learn online as far as like what to do. So it makes sense to me. Um Overall, I, I I really enjoyed this movie. I'm so excited to see it again. Um, this franchise is I was super skeptical because this franchise is like one of my most sacred and don't touch it kind of franchises. <laughs> but um, I'm glad we have a new scream for the new generation. I think this I think I think it's good to have these movies return for the new generation and like be remade in the right hands. You know, of course you don't want to you you don't want to Michael Bay it Michael Bay all of them. But you know, I, I as long as they're in the right hands it's fine with me and stuff. So um, I, I'm super glad that we got it. And as far as the future goes for me, I just, I want to see more of these characters. I want to see some more integration of past characters. That would all be cool. Integrate those Scream TV series. There's a rumor that that show's coming back, I believe. Yes. So that would be kind of, that would be really cool. Um, yes, I, I know, Tyler, we're done with season three. We don't have to talk about it. <laughs> saying, the- that was the last one. <laughs> At least the first two, because, you know, the first two was good. Well, the first two also, like, we didn't really get a solid ending to that. So that's why I would love to just get Mm -hmm. some closure. 
Yeah, that was always weird to me we'll how see. they kind of did two two seasons and then they kind of left it and they just ignored it and then did a third season. Like, like that's what I'm saying. You got parents. You fresh got... reboot. Third see, season. but <laughs> if we put everyone in college, it would make sense. We could connect. That's what all I'm the saying. Dogs. And you got listen. If you want to do a, another CV series, you got do it at the college. Paramount Plus. You got Paramount Plus now, yeah. so let's let's get this cracking. Y'all need some content on that bad boy. Scream so come Cinematic on. Cinematic Universe. Yes. <laughs> um, Coming, I guess. The Scream CU. Around the world. <laughs> <laughs> the Scream CU. I'm so excited. Um, all right, guys. Thank you guys all for joining for joining me today and these fantastic, you know, guests. I will go around and get everyone's social medias. I'll start with you, Leo. Let everyone know they can follow you. Well, y'all can come on over to Geekly Goods over on YouTube. Search it up in the search bar, y'all. And it's two G's in the logo. Come on over. Talking a lot of Scream lately, and we'll be talking uh, a little bit of Peacemaker, too. So come on over on YouTube. And then if you're on any other social media platform, I'm at Leo Rydell GG. Thanks for having me on, Dwayne. Of course, as always. Um, and let's go to you, Tyler. Yeah, you can find me on Tyler Calvert. That's my YouTube channel. It's uh, orange. There's a picture of me with my face, and there's an orange background. We have reviews, rankings, all that stuff. If you want to hear more extended thoughts about Scream, where I rank the films, because I also put that out recently. May do some Peacemaker content. Not really committed to that, but we'll see. But uh, you can also find me on Twitter and Instagram, and it's Tyler Calvert. All right, and let's go to you, Eric. You can subscribe to me on YouTube at Critical Overlord. You can Get some screen content, Halloween, Chucky, Jason, sometimes when he's relevant. <laughs> and you can follow me on Twitter at Critical Overlow, L-O, then three. All right. And Corey, I want to I send a special thanks to you for joining us for the first time here Thank on so the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. Of course. Let everyone know they can follow you. Uh, you can find me online at GoryCorey.com. And that's Gory and Corey with no E's. And you can find me on Twitter at Gory Corey Horror and on Instagram underscore Gory Corey underscore. All right, everyone. You can follow me on Twitter at Cinemaniac94. You can follow the podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Cinemania World. Thank you guys all for joining us, um, you know, today. And we'll talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye.